0: Good morning everyone. Um, hope everyone had a great night. Um, let's say a quick word of prayer before we get into devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace and mercy. Lord, we ask you right now to come into this devotional and give us an outlook on what you are trying to say to us. Help me to be able to convey it to people that are reading and listening to the devotional. Lord Jesus, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Bible verse of the day is Jonah one seventeen. Now, the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly to fish three days and three nights. Affirmations. I'm going to say it, and I'm going to pause for you say it behind me. I am loved by God. I have grace. I have mercy. I am better because of God. thoughts. Jonah knew exactly what he had to do, but he refused to do it. God still loved him. He put others in danger, and God still loved him. He got angry with God when he realized that God had mercy on Nimba, but God still loved him. No matter how outlandish Jonah was, God still loved him. Some of us think that God love has stopped, and it hasn't. Some of us think that we have somehow lost his love, and we haven't. No matter what we do, God love is infinite. It doesn't matter. It doesn't bend it. He loves us so much. We might think he doesn't love us because of what we have done. But friends, that's not true at all. Jonah 1.17 says now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. God still God. God will still provide for us. It might not be what we wanted. I'm pretty sure Jonah didn't want to be in a whale. But he was saved and God placed him on a timeout so that he will see how wrong he was for doing what he did. But he still kept him. He have to, we have to stop thinking that he won't keep us and that he will toss us to the side. He won't. God will, will love us with so much love. But do we believe that? Do we believe that God doesn't want to see us afraid, hurt, or upset? God desires for us to be happy. But when we go against his will, we sometimes experience more upsetting situations than ever. Sometimes, even if we do his will, we will still be upset and hurt. But it's about doing it with God. It's about trusting him enough to believe that through the storm, he's there. Verse 10. When God saw that they did and had and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destructions he had threatened. Do you see how wicked Nimrod was? God still relented his wrath and didn't destroy them. He does this even for us. We can do whatever we want, say whatever we want, and come back and say, I'm sorry. And he will forget what we have done and accept us into himself as if nothing happened. But we shouldn't abuse our grace. He's a God of love. He's a God of second, third, and fourth and fifth chance. He doesn't hold our feet to the flame and say, I don't love you. No, he's he shows love beyond what we would ever know. I want to I want to love him so desperately because he loved me when no one else cares to. He loved me despite what I did or said. He still loves me for who I am and who and who I am trying to be, which is what he wants in me. And he loves you too. Jonah 4 and 2. He he prayed to the Lord. Isn't this what I said? Lord, when I I was still at home, this is why I tried to forestall by fleeing to Taurus. I knew that you were gracious and compassionate, God, slow to anger, abounding in love, and a God who relents from sinning calamity. I think love isn't taught enough about God. I think love isn't shown through the scriptures about his character because people try to teach about blessings and condemnation, but they don't teach about how much he loves us and how he sent his son to earth for us so that we may live not that we may perish. He desires to see us all live. He desires to see us all succeed, but we have to believe and trust in him. Verse 11, and should I not have concern for the great city of Nimba in which there are more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their left and their right and also many animals? Sometimes we get so caught up in our flesh and what we want to do and how we want to feel that we forget that the mercy and love of God are so great that that all he wants to do is wants to do is to repent, because we he knows some of us don't know what we are doing. We don't know our left from our right, and some of us are called into sin because we make it makes us feel validated or alive or loved. God is saying today, I can give you love, I can show you mercy, I can give you what you need. God wants to free free us from whatever our mind is on right now. God wants to know He loves us. Embrace that. Embrace that. God is who He's trying. To be in your life which is your savior your guide your your father your your everything he has so much love for us he, he won't let go of us and won't change who he is because of the he won't change who he is because of our sins we committed no my friends he loves us because of who he created us to be he his hand has has was over our life because His hand's been over our life since we've been in our mother's womb, since our mother conceived us. His hand has been over our life when we are ascending, but the love he has is given to us freely and openly. All we must do is accept, accept his love today prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for everything. Lord, forgive us if we haven't done what we should have. Lord, continue to show us your unfilling mercy and grace. Please, Lord, we need it in our life. We thank you for sending your son here for our sins. We thank you for never giving up on us. We thank you for always showing us a better way. Lord, we ask today that you change your narrative in our life. And if it's not meant to be changed now, we ask you to help us to endure what is before us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen reference romans eight thirty five through 39 we shall separate we shall separate us from the what who shall separate us from the love of christ shall condemnation shall distress our persecution our famine our nakedness our prayer or, peril, or- Sword Romans 8:35 through 39. 1 John 3 and 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knows us not because he knew him not. First John 3 and 1. Zephaniah 3:17, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save, he will rejoice over, over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will, he will joy over thee with singing. Zephaniah 3:17. Further reading. Mac, Micah one one through four and thirteen, Revelation six one through seventeen, Psalms one thirty four one through three, Proverbs 30, 1 through four. So God still loves us. I, I try to teach on this channel um, that yes, we shouldn't sin. We, we, we shouldn't. We we should try our best to avoid sinning. But a lot of people I've ran into and I've talked to, they they think because they sin that that God is gonna changed his mind about him them and god's not gonna love them anymore and that's not true god love us no matter what you see now he did jonah jonah literally ran from god i don't i don't know why he thought that he could get into a boat and then cause all these people all <laughs> this trouble and these people had to throw him over and the fish got him and when he got thrown off into the the to the beach or to the sea or you know whatever he he went on and taught whatever god wanted him to teach him but If you notice, to me, it sounded like he was still bitter about it. He told me, I knew he was going to do this. I know how compassionate you are, how long-suffering you are. He knew how God was. He knew it. We all should know how God is, that he loves us. But I tell people all the time, don't mistake a constant, sinful nature into, I can keep doing this repeated sin over and 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 never get any judgment. You will get some type of judgment. But it's only to chastise you, to straighten you, to see that you shouldn't do this. But if it's a problem that you have, an addiction that you have, a tendency that you have, tell him God I have tendencies, blah, blah, blah. Or God I have a problem with blah, blah, blah. And he will help you change the way you feel and the way you your, your, your mind is thinking about this particular sin. He will do that. He's not going to leave you. But I tell people, don't abuse the grace and mercy that God can pour on anyone's life. Because when we constantly stay in the same sin and keep asking for forgiveness over and over, we are abusing our grace and mercy. Doesn't mean we shouldn't ask for it. Doesn't mean we shouldn't ask for forgiveness, but we are abusing it. Um, Paul said this. um, Get this Bible verse out. Let's see. I know what it says. that I'm able to pull it up real quick for us so we can go on. I cannot find it. There it is. No, okay, I can't find it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to put it in my own words. I was trying not to do that. Let's see. Okay, I can't find it. But basically, this is what he said. What shall we then say? Romans 6, 1-2. through, 3, 1 through 2. What shall we say then? Are we to continue to sin so that grace may increase? May it never be. How shall we? How shall we? Who died in sin still live in it? He said it there. He's he's like no. He's like just because you have grace doesn't mean you, you should continue to sin in it. You know he said it even another time. He says, um, act as free men. Do not use your freedom as a covering covering for evil, but use it as a bountiful slave of God. Just because you're free men, enjoy your freedom, but do not use it to continue to sin. And a lot of people think because they are Christians, they can continue to live the life of sin. And because God's grace is abundant and it is that they can continue in those ways. That's not why those, that, that those graces are, are here. That's not why grace was placed there. It, it's another time. It's so many Bible verses that Paul written that said, you know, hey, just because you got grace doesn't mean you should go against it. it we shouldn't. We should be to the point where when we do sin, we're like, OK, I don't want to do this anymore. Show me how to avoid this. Show me how to do this. Show me how to do that. And a lot of times he will show you how to do it if you rely on him. But today's topic is about love. He loved us so much that he will keep forgiving us of that sin over and over and over. He even forgave um, Jonah. Even when Jonah was just sitting under the tree and he was so angry about the tree being there. And and (laughs) I think it's funny because I imagine him pouting and Jonah says something to God like this. Hold on. Yeah, he pointed in Jonah four sixty eight. the Lord God pointed a bush and made it cover over Jonah to give him shade and to save him from his discomfort. So Jonah was very happy about the bush. But when dawn came the next day, God pointed a worm to eat the the tacked the, the bush so that it withered. And when the sun rose, God prepared uh, something in the east to beat down on the head of Jonah so that he was faint and asked that and Jonah asked to die. It was, better, it was better for me to die. He was so bitter. We, we have to stop being so bitter. We have to stop being so bitter when something doesn't work out for you, but works out for someone else. We have to learn how to be, to show Christ-like tendencies. We all have fleshly tendencies, but do we have Christ-like tendencies? Do we have the tendency to say, okay, that's great for you. I'm going to rejoice because you got this and I did it. Can we do that? They, he couldn't rejoice because these people got it got grace that he couldn't do it he, he was so angry he was so angry because god loved him so much but this but jonah wasn't seeing what we probably see now god gave him love god gave them love god showed him grace by a fish he showed them grace by not um raining the destruction on these people they both got the same hand but it looked different to jonah Jonah just seen these people as evil people. And these people literally did everything they could to turn away. They they didn't want to do it anymore. They wanted to just worship God. They, They respected the grace and mercy that God gave them. And I think that's such a beautiful thing when we can sit here and say, I sin, but I know he loves me and I want to change. That's what true conviction is, is turning away from our sins and accepting his love, accepting the grace and mercy and moving forward. a lot of times we forget that he loves us so much he loves us so much i can tell you countless of times when i was in the world that i couldn't made it out of the situation without god's mercy and grace at the time i didn't think about it but looking back that was because of god's grace and mercy why i made it out of some of the situations that i was in so don't think because you're a Christian now, you sin, God's thrown through with you. You're going to hell. No. You, oh, I slipped up. I haven't read in a couple of days. I haven't read my Bible in a couple of days. I haven't prayed for a couple of days. He hates me. No, I slipped up. I, I kept slipping up. I haven't done this for two or three weeks. I, I, I just, I'm just down a wrong path right now. i has been going on this path for three weeks. He doesn't care. He wants you just to come back. He wants you to repent and come back. Try it again. We all have situations that come up that, that change our outlook on stuff. We have situations that come up that makes us push back from God instead of pulling forward to him. It's sort of like we're doing a tug of war every day. We, we give a little, give get a little, give a little, get a little. And we, we don't know how to just grunt down. Like when you pu- play tug of war, you got to bearing yourself down. You got to get down in the dirt do a squat and pull hard that's what we got to do. we gotta make sure our feet is steady on steady ground which is the rock which is him and pull with everything we can away from the sinful nature. Every day is a tug and war but which way are you gonna go? Are you gonna let go of the rope and let him win? Or are you gonna bear down with everything you got and say God I'm riding and I'm, I feel like I'm losing but I know you're with me and he's gonna give it everything he got to make sure you hold on if you're ready and wanting to hold on? Are you willing and waiting to hold on? Do you know that Jesus loves you even if you let go of the rope and say, I'm tired? Do you know that he loves you even if you do hold on? Wherever you are in your life, Jesus loves you. And when I say that, that I don't use it in a casual way. I use it in a very honest and earnest way that he loves you for who you are. The world might not like the way you look. The world might not like what you do. Your family might not like what you do. But Jesus loves you in spite of what you do. Please hold on to that. I pray you all have a blessed day. I'm sorry this one was so long. But I'm very compassionate on two things. I think I'm mandated by God. I know I'm mandated by God. To show people how to build a relationship with him. And I feel like I have to as as a prophetess mainly as a person, to let anyone know that Jesus loves them. He loves you. Don't think he don't love you. He loves you. Have a blessed day.